What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Press This, the WordPress community podcast featuring exclusive content and interviews with leaders in the WordPress community, covering everything from development to integrating your digital marketing strategy with WordPress. Join host David Vogelpohl of WP Engine and special guests from across the community as they keep you up to speed on the latest advancements in WordPress. Let's get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Press This, the WordPress community podcast on WMR. This is your host, David Vogelpohl. I support the WordPress community through my role at WP Engine, and I love to bring the best of the community to you here every week on Press This. As a reminder, you can follow me on Twitter at WPDavidV, and of course, you can subscribe to Press This on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify, or download the latest episodes at WMR.FM. In this episode, we're going to be talking about what we're thankful for in WordPress. And uh, joining us for this very special interview is myself. That's right. I'm going to interview myself for this week's Press This about the things that, that I'm thankful for in the WordPress ecosystem. So I'm really excited to go into this very special time of year. And of course, we have our very special guest here as I interview myself. So let's go ahead and kick it off. Uh, first question, David, I'd like to ask you that I'd uh, ask all of my guests is briefly tell me your WordPress origin story. When was the first time you used WordPress? Well, thanks, David. Uh, well, I guess the first time I used WordPress, it was probably, I guess it was around 2016. It was 2006, and I was doing a guest post for the blog Marketing Pilgrim, which has since been sold and I think wound down, um, but it was uh, founded by a gentleman named Andy Beal, and I was doing a guest post, and the guest post was about Panama invading Europe. Now, not, of course, the country of Panama, uh, but rather an ad platform called Panama, uh, that Yahoo was launching and they had launched it in the US and then they were going to launch it uh, in Europe. So of course they were kind of a clickbaity uh, headline there, but that was the first time I got to use WordPress. It was as a poster um, and then subsequently, you know, continued my journey uh, with WordPress eventually building. I actually 
owned and operated a WordPress agency for five years uh, before uh, ultimately joining WP Engine where I am today. Well, that's really cool. Okay, so your first origin story, David, it wasn't like building with WordPress, but rather as a poster. Yeah, that's right. No, I didn't uh, initially build. I built with uh, Drupal around that time and of course hand-coded sites and things like that. Um, but my first experience, yes, was as a poster. Okay, okay, that's super cool. Now you said, David, though, that you're now at WP Engine, you kind of done your agency thing um, for a while there, and then now you're at WP Engine. Could you tell us a little bit about what you do at WP Engine? Yeah, happy to. Um, I've done a lot, I think uh, over the, I guess it's like six years now or something since I joined WP Engine, but what my role is today is as a VP of growth uh, for the SMB side of the business, which is the largest side of the WP Engine business. We also have a very healthy uh, and growing enterprise side of our business, um, but my remit is on growing uh, the SMB side of the business. So my teams um, consist of our product marketing org, as well as our uh, SMB marketing strategy, or thinking about all the different ways that customers and traffic and, and, and funnels flow throughout the WP Engine business. Uh, work a lot with our product teams on our kind of long-term product strategy. And then of course, like uh, corporate strategy and, and rollout and things like that. And then of course, uh, a lot of engagement uh, with you know, my friends and various folks in the WordPress community, which actually makes it easy to, to, to host this podcast because uh, you know there are a lot of folks in the ecosystem well that's super cool david thanks for sharing that uh i'm sure folks listening to the podcast probably were wondering a little bit more about what you do behind the scenes here at wp engine so thanks for, for diving in there i want to shift gears now a little bit though um into kind of the primary focus of today's podcast which is around what you're thankful for from the wordpress ecosystem so david i'm just curious like i've heard a lot on this show about um, people uh, and, and, and your thoughts on, on generally the positivity you have, I guess, around the WordPress ecosystem. But like one of the things you talk about a lot is kind of the open nature of the community. Is that one of the areas you're thankful for? Well, yes, actually it is. No, thanks for asking, David. I really appreciate that. Um, yes, the open nature of the community and, and really in the way how accepting it is of others is, is one of the the number one things I, I think I'm thankful for in WordPress. Um, you know, I think one of the things that stands out there is just how open the community is to new people. I, I mean, I've been in digital marketing and, and um, builder-based communities in the past before WordPress. And what I felt it was always like this test once you started participating. In other words, you had to know everything perfectly and you had to have a high level of experience in order to participate. And it was like this big barrier before you could start kind of diving in and, and participating in the community because of this fear of not being accepted or, or saying the wrong thing. And one of the things that really stood out to me as I got into the WordPress community was really how open people are to uh, folks who join the community anew. So it's okay, like everybody has their first day and it's okay if you're learning and you don't know all the ins and outs and tricks yet. And not only is it okay in the WordPress community, but it's encouraged. As a matter of fact, people jump right on board to help that new person out, help them learn, help them continue their journey. And that this was really surprising to me how prevalent that was in the WordPress community. And I think that's one of the, the top things I'm thankful for, which is how open the community is into accepting people, accepting them for who they are, 
but also helping them continue their journey learning to build with WordPress. I think that's one of the coolest parts of the WordPress ecosystem. Nice, nice. Well, uh, you know, I, I, I have to totally agree, of course. It's an amazing part of the WordPress uh, community. Are there any other aspects of how like the community interacts together that you think you're particularly thankful for? Yeah, well, I think, you know, like I said, the thing that stood out was, um, you know, people being really open about welcoming new folks into the community. Um, but I think one of the other things that really stood out to me as I started to engage with people was really the level of cooperation and collaboration that happens between competitors. I have uh, great friends and, and colleagues that work at other hosts. Um, and, and this is, of course, atypical in a lot of industries. And, and the reason um, it is that way in WordPress, I feel, is, of course, the open nature of the community and the fact that we're all kind of contributing to the same end in a lot of ways. Um, it's all in our benefit if WordPress is strong. It's all in our benefit if the community grows. It's all in our benefit if we work together collaboratively um, to move the efforts and, and initiatives and community and ecosystem forward and to grow it larger. And that collaboration um, is, of course, not just within hosts, it's, it's also within agencies, it's within plugin providers. Um, and of course, they compete, and of course, they're uh, you know, trying to win the business of the target audience as, as best they can. And, 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 and it's not always perfect. But again, kind of getting back to that really surprising aspect of new people joining the community, being welcomed in, again, this, this idea that competitors would actually work together closely and, and in great levels of effort in order to achieve a common outcome um, that really stood out to me. And I find it really a compelling part of participating in the WordPress ecosystem. And I'm really, really thankful for the level of cooperation that competing companies and individuals uh, have within the WordPress ecosystem. I think it's one of the coolest parts. Very, very thankful for that. Well, that's awesome. Yeah, I guess that is kind of a cool part of the WordPress ecosystem, David. I hadn't necessarily thought of that before, but it is really kind of a, a neat part. Uh, it's really interesting to hear your perspective there. Now, you've talked a, a lot, of course, about the community itself, but I was maybe we, wondering if we could maybe kind of switch gears a little bit um, into more of the tactics of WordPress and, and learn more about what you're thankful for there. Um, but we're going to take our quick break and we'll be right back. Time to plug into a commercial break. Stay tuned for more Press This in just a moment. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Press This, the WordPress community podcast on WMR. This is your host, David Vogelpohl. I'm interviewing myself for a very special Thanksgiving episode around what David Vogelpohl is thankful for in the WordPress ecosystem. Now, David, right before the break, you were talking about parts of uh, WordPress that you were thankful for, and particularly the community, the open nature and how is accepting it is of others, um, how you were kind of surprised, but also, of course, thankful for the cooperation between competitors working towards a common goal. I thought that was really cool. Um, but now I kind of want to dive into more particulars um, relative to what you're thankful for about, say, WordPress itself. Um, now, uh, what, what, so, so I guess like what would be that standout thing that you think you're thankful for about the WordPress software itself? Yeah, um, you know, there's a lot of 
parts of WordPress that I, you know, of course I really enjoy or find surprising or super helpful. And, and of course, like with any other software system, there's, there's something I dislike or wish was a little better, right? Of course that happens with all the tools we use in our life. But I think the part that kind of stands out for me thinking about the WordPress software, um, and I think this is kind of one of those double-edged sword situations, um, but really is its commitment to backwards compatibility. Um, WordPress, in my mind, a big part of the reason why it's achieved 43% of the web and continues to gobble up market share in that way. I mean, certainly the fact that it's free and open are, are big parts of it, um, but maintaining success and, and in, a, in a way ensuring success um, for those older sites um, is part of what, of course, helps it gain market share over time. And if it it didn't do that, then these older sites would start to break. And of course, the ecosystem would start to reduce. Now, of course, the, the double-edged sort of this, and if you're a plug-in or theme developer, of course, you know what I'm talking about is you're like, ah, but, but I don't want to keep, you know, making my software uh, backwards compatible for more and more, you know, iterations of WordPress. And of course, there are things where um, backwards compatibility, in a way, you could argue, is, is not possible. So older versions of PHP that aren't patched anymore, so on and so forth. Um, but, of course, within WordPress, there, there is this level of backwards compatibility, even behind sometimes supported versions of underlying software. So that's great for sites that don't break, um, but, of course, um, can open up other issues. But I think the part I'm thankful for is that commitment towards backwards compatibility. And I, I get it's a tricky exercise and it's not always super clean um, as do you think about what you should and shouldn't do for backwards compatibility. But I'm very grateful for that, that the people that build with WordPress can rely on it. Um, and that WordPress has had this reputation over its entire lifetime of helping to make sure that we bring people along um, and, and, and do our best to not, you know, abandon people with their site. Um, I do think there's, uh, of course, uh, obligations from us as those operating Word, uh, WordPress sites to, to keep our software up to date. Um, I think that's incredibly important. Um, on the WP Engine platform, we make sure all of our customers are in patched versions of PHP, patched versions of WordPress, um, but it's really good. I think the backwards compatibility is, is a strong force in WordPress, and it's at, uh, absolutely one of the things I'm thankful for. Well, that's really interesting, David. You know, a lot of people, um, of course, bemoan the, the backwards compatibility part, but it was interesting to hear that you were, you were thankful for that. Yeah, totally. I think it just gets back, and thanks for asking the question, David, but I think it just totally gets back to the part of not leaving people behind. It's such an important part of the WordPress ecosystem. So that's, that's why I thought I was thankful for it. Well, that's really cool, David. Thanks for sharing that. Um, I wanna shift now a little bit into um, maybe what you're thankful for in terms of, of WordPress's contributions, um, you know, maybe on the financial side or maybe on like people's careers or something, but like help me understand like some other areas, um, particularly on, on the value side. Um, that you're thankful for in, in the WordPress space? Yeah, uh, that's a good question. You know, I think like, you know, a, a lot, a lot, probably most of the majority of people using WordPress, using it for some sort of commercial endeavor, right? Um, they're uh, using it to support their business. Um, of course, there's a lot of personal bloggers and things like this, but, but the lion's share, of course, you might think of as some medium to do some form of digital commerce in, in some way or the other. Um, but I think there's also an 
interesting part of WordPress, I feel, from the monetization perspective that people don't always necessarily think about, but that is the career path um, that I think that WordPress delivers for people. Um, as most of the listeners of this show know, I guess, um, you know, there, there's a, a spectrum of people who build with WordPress and it's, it's very accessible for the non-technical. A lot of, of course, companies in the WordPress space will, will refer to um, people that build WordPress sites with only plugins, themes, and, and the editor, uh, the post and page editor, or the block editor as assemblers, right? People not using code, they're kind of assembling a site with a plugin and a theme, um, and, and of course, content itself. And, and many of us, including myself, when we first got into WordPress, this is how we began to build. And then of course, over time, you're like, well, I need to edit this, I need this to look different. So you start to learn CSS and HTML. Um, and then I need this to function differently. And you maybe start to learn uh, code snippets and a little bit of PHP. Um, and eventually you maybe get to the point where you're able to create your own theme and maybe even again, your own uh, functional application software. In other words, a plugin. Um, where you might start to enter what uh, we at WP Engine anyways, we call the engineer path. And this is what I mean earlier when I said that the WordPress community was open is like, you have these super engineers and you have these assemblers and they all show up at WordCamps and stuff and everyone's supportive of everyone else. It's, it's an incredible moment. But I think, again, if you think about it from a career perspective, it's an incredible platform for growing your ability to build and optimize uh, digital experiences and websites. And we see it happen over and over and over and over and over again. I mean, even on this show, David, when I hear you host it every week, you, you ask that, what is your WordPress origin story? And like so many of them seem to start with like, I was um, at a burger joint. I was uh, at college and doing stuff on the side. I, I, I had a completely different job that I didn't like. And I built a hobby site and my friends asked me to build one for them. And then I started charging and then I built a career and then I quit my other job. And then I even hired some people and started to grow a business and maybe I made a plugin, um, but it's this great enabler. And I don't think people realize that when they, when they first get in and start building a WordPress site and, and noodling around and, and changing stuff is, is what that can lead to. But if you look in the rearview mirror and you talk to the people today that run WordPress-oriented businesses or are WordPress engineers with very high-paying jobs, what you realize is that a lot of them started in that assembler way. And so seeing that path and, and what it provides and, and the financial freedom that it offers in multiple ways, freelancing and, and spending more time with your family and having control of your schedule, starting business and, and growing that value and equity for yourself, maybe your family, and certainly others within your organization, all of that is enabled by WordPress and the open nature of it, and the open nature of the community and the ability to grow within it. And so that spectrum is, is incredible. And again, it's part of what leads to 43% of the web being powered by WordPress. But when you look at the impact that it has to people in their lives, I am so grateful that that is there. Um, and I'm grateful for some very real reasons. A lot of the people that, that benefit from these um, things are my friends. I mean, the people even in my family and, and, and of course, um, in, a, in an ecosystem that spans the entire world. And I think the level of opportunity that's there is, is just incredible. And I think it's, it's an amazing part of the WordPress ecosystem. And it's something that I'm incredibly, incredibly thankful for. Uh, and all the people that get to benefit 
um, from the, the, the spectrum and the freedom um, within the system itself um, to learn how to build with WordPress. I just think, again, it's a super important part of WordPress. I'm really thankful for that part. Well, that, 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 that's a really good point, David. Thank you for bringing that up. So yeah, it's this notion, like, I guess you're saying, like, it could be like a non-technical person assembler, uh, basically, you know, putting together a site with plugins and themes all the way to an engineer. And, you know, I don't, I guess that is a good point. Like, I, I think a lot of people do think of themselves on like one thing or the other and don't necessarily always recognize that journey. That was a really, a really good thing to be thankful for. Uh, thanks for bringing that up, David. Really interesting. Um, I want to dig deeper, uh, even more, and, and, and kind of think about WordPress in, in kind of a future sense or maybe a more global sense. Um, but we're going to take our last break, and we'll be right back. Time to plug into a commercial break. Stay tuned for more Press This in just a moment. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Press This, the WordPress community podcast on WMR. This is your host, David Vogelpohl. We're in the middle of a very special Thanksgiving episode where I'm interviewing myself about what I'm thankful for in WordPress. All right, right before the break, uh, David was telling us that uh, he is thankful about the spectrum of capabilities within WordPress and how it helps people with their career, kind of going from a similar assembler to engineer. I thought that was pretty cool. Um, so David, help me understand though, like in, in a broader uh, sense, um, you know, in, in terms of say the future or just, I don't know, WordPress at large, like are there other areas that you think you're thankful for um, around WordPress? Yeah, um, you know, the future is funny, right? Because it's always changing. Uh, my career in digital started in 1996. And it was funny, I remember thinking, uh, that first month, man, I wish I had gotten into the internet in the good old days. And of course, now in 2021, thinking back, you're like, oh, that's so silly, David. Um, you know, you, you, were, you were in the, the, the early days, the good old days. Um, and, and of course, many things changed since 1996. Um, the technologies changes. Uh, I remember uh, shortly after that time building my first uh, flash site sites and uh, flash doesn't exist in, in, in that way anymore um, and, and so, so so many things have changed over the years um, as I look at WordPress and, and its dominant share on the web um, you start to think about like well what does the future hold I think part of what the future holds and I think we're starting to see this take root more and more um, is uh, expansion particularly in non-english speaking markets um, uh, WordPress has a tremendous community of polyglots who help to translate it, translate resources. Um, and of course, there's, there's anchors of communities in non-English speaking countries, but I think that's going to be um, a, a very large uh, opportunity for growth in the future. Um, was very happy to see WordCamp Asia uh, getting ready to kick off right there before the pandemic. Of course, the pandemic kind of uprooted that at least as a live event. Um, and uh, really excited to see that come back and the energy that's going to happen there. Um, but I'm really thankful for, again, that openness within the community um, leading to paths around kind of global expansion, particularly in non-English speaking markets. Um, but as I also think about WordPress's global impact, again, I think the, the opportunity that presents um, even in English speaking countries is still tremendous and there's still a ton of opportunity there. 
uh, of course, the ecosystem of WordPress is quite large and there, there's lots of things, uh, lots of documentation and tools. And of course, I'm very thankful for that. Um, and I'm, I'm really particularly thankful for the free or at the very least the freemium um, it, with, with great value approach of the WordPress ecosystem. I'm incredibly thankful for that. And I think from a global sense, and especially as we start to think um, about WordPress kind of growing um, within countries where maybe it hasn't grown before, um, one of the areas that stands out to me is a guest, David, you interviewed not long ago here on Press This, uh, Mary, Mary Job, and the work she's doing around um, you know, building and, and, and helping to nurture WordPress communities um, within Africa. And I thought that was really cool. And, and we see pockets of that occurring you know, in, in different global parts around the world. So again, I think you, you're right to ask that question. Like, I think the global impact of WordPress is definitely, definitely something um, that I'm thankful for. Well, that's super cool. Um, really interesting to hear about the global impact, David. Thanks for, for sharing that. Um, I kind of want to get back, though, to the, the opportunity side. Um, you know, there, there has been a rich tradition of entrepreneurship in WordPress, and, you know, lots of people kind of making WordPress-based businesses. Um, I'm just curious, like, what your thoughts are on the entrepreneurial side of WordPress. Yeah, yeah, that, obviously a lot happening there. Um, I think, like, generally, of course, I'm thankful for the entrepreneurial opportunities that are available within WordPress, opportunities I got to take advantage of myself um, when I owned and operated my own WordPress agency. Um, very lucrative. And, and I think, you know, lots and lots of other businesses out there, of course, based on plugins, themes, uh, services within WordPress, certainly things like hosting, of course, the company I work for now. And so I think I'm thankful um, for, for the opportunities that are available there for entrepreneurship. And I think if you look even just at prior episodes of Press This and what's been going on in the community, you know, acquisitions are bound everywhere. And that's an incredible validating point for people running WordPress businesses today. And I, I think that's an amazing thing. And, and so while there's upheaval and, and changes and shifting and, and you know, of course, uh, people with, with varying levels of opinions on different acquisitions, uh, but the reality is that that, that that activity and interest is good for WordPress entrepreneurs. And I think that's an incredible part. I'm very thankful for that and the opportunities that it's providing the ecosystem. Uh, and of course, I guess just a, just a, a, my final thing, I guess I'd say I'm thankful for um, with WordPress, certainly at the opportunities and the openness. Um, but the, the number one thing I'm thankful for are all the lifelong friends I've made within the WordPress community. It, it's such a big part of who I am as an individual. Um, and I'm very, very thankful for that. Oh, that's a great point to end on, David. That was incredible. Well, thank you so much for sharing what you're thankful for, David. Really appreciate it. Uh, thank you for being on Press This today. Oh, thanks, David. I really appreciate it. Um, hopefully you'll have me back one time. Uh, but thanks for having me. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, yeah, we'll totally have to have you back. All right, if you'd like to learn more about what David is up to, you can visit WPEngine.com. Thanks, everyone, for listening to Press This, the WordPress community podcast on WMR. Again, this has been your host, David Volopol. I support the WordPress community through my role at WP Engine, and I love to bring the best of the community to you every week on Press This. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors.
any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of webmasterradio.fm is prohibited. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.